What is going on, lovely people? Welcome back to another episode of the Editorial Podcast. I'm Nikki. And this is Chris coming at you with 33,669,231 cans of Canada Dry between us. That number doesn't sound like it's an actual number. Is it formatted correctly? <laughs> it is! It is! 33,669,231. Oh, okay. I, I was just like, yes. I don't think I can count that fast. I don't have that many fingers. <laughs> at some point, you have to take off your shoes. <laughs> at some point, at some point. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, shit. Okay, after 100, it's 101. Okay, let's yes. take the shoes off. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's those little 355 milliliter cans. They're not little. That's like standard size, right? You're talking about standard size. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to like a like a two liter, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fitting. Do you know if Canada Dry is actually Canadian? It is. It is. From a quick Google search, I I, Google said yes. So I was like, cool. We're gonna go with that. (laughs) Nice. You know how? Because like you know, Tim Hortons is deceptively not Canadian anymore. It isn't. It. It defected, much like a lot of Canadian things that I love, like Mike Myers and Jim Carrey. They just left us. Right. Yes. And then the lesser, like, and then we don't claim Justin Bieber, pretty much. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. As far as I'm concerned, he's from Florida. Oh, God, yes. Isn't he from Florida? I don't know. I don't know. He might as well be. be. There we are. Yes. He might as well be a swamp man. Yes. Yes. Oh, here we go. Okay, Canada Dry is a brand of soft drinks owned since, ah, uh, man, since 2008 by an American company by Keurig Dr. Pepper. What did I say? I told I'm you. So deceptively sorry. Canadian, but it's not. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You know what? It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. But, but, I mean, it was created by a Canadian pharmacist. Oh. In Toronto, no less. Oh, wow. So, I mean, you know, it, it still has its roots. Honorary it its mention. Of- exactly. <laughs> it has its birth certificate from here, but it has like its working, its working visa in the U.S. Got it. You know, it's got, got its it. permanent residence in the U.S., but it, it was born, born here. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's got his green card now. Exactly. Oh, man. Landing papers, too. landing papers. <laughs> Crap, damn it. Can't have anything nice. <laughs> no, we can't. Speaking of pharmacists, um, Mr. Pharmacist <laughs> asked me a weird question the other day. We're going to catch Smooth up here. Smooth like butter, that segue. It's, <laughs> it's been a week, so I thought, you know, we'd catch up with each other here. Of Chris. course. But, uh, he asked me if I thought I was a picky eater. He said, do you think you're picky? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, do you, do you think that you're a picky eater? I was like, what do you mean? Mm. I don't think so. Other than the dietary restriction that I placed on myself of like not eating meat, I wouldn't say that I'm a picky eater. He's like, really? I'm like, well, can you give me some examples? And he's like, well, you don't like fruit in your salad. And I was like, okay, hold up. (laughs) I I think that this is like, that's just unfair. Like, 
I don't think that that's picky. It is a textural issue. Like I don't. Okay. I I can't say, Chris, like that I'm a picky eater, but I do have like issues that, with texture. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. That's right? okay. So and also like just the mixing of, I guess, flavors. So like I'm good with your con complimentary flavors but like when it's like a mixture of like sweet and salty or like really something that's totally opposite okay so you know like chicago popcorn mix yes you got the i love that stuff and the cheddar popcorn i will eat them separately because i can't have the same texture wise it's the same it's a popcorn kernel but i can't have two of different opposing flavors in my mouth at the same time so it's like i can't have like like a salad you know like a spring mix arugula kale salad and then fucking have you toss strawberries or apple slices in there or almonds like i can't have nuts or fruits in my salad i will eat it separately if i had to but like i would usually if i'm ordering at a restaurant i'm just like I read the ingredients of the salad and I'm like, if it has like dried raisins or cranberries and shit, I'll tell them to like, you know, leave that out and like no nuts. If you have to have nuts in there, I will pick it out and I will like leave it to the side. And depending on my mood that day, I'll either eat it or just leave it on the plate. And then he has the audacity to go like, you know, tomatoes are a fruit. I'm like, well, fuck you too. Like crying. I'm like, I meant like strawberries or pears or apples, you know, when people throw berries in the salad. I'm just like, I will take it out and I'll leave it aside. If it's fruit, I'll eat it, but then I'll eat it after I'm done my savory meal. I don't, I don't get it. Why the fuck would you want ranch or like vinaigrette, like, you know, Italian vinaigrette on strawberries or berries? Like I get it. Because it's like like a balsamic vinegar. It's a Whatever. it's a it's a thing though, you know. It's like it's like looking for something that that hits all the parts of your tongue, right? Like, because I do like I I do like that combination. Like, I look for the sweet and salty. I look for that. Like, like a key lime pie, right? A key lime pie is single handedly tart, right? But you've got the sweetness from the graham cracker crust, right? So it's like you're you you have that sort of flavor combination where it's really coating your palate. You know what I mean? But that's a dessert. That's different. Okay. That's like, so I would be like thinking if – so like my like, you know, objection or like I guess rebuttal to that would be like if you had like – what is that? Butter chicken flavored ice cream. That doesn't work. You can't have something savory and have it as like something sweet. Like key lime pie works because – Tart isn't necessarily – it's not necessarily, like, the exact opposite of the graham cracker crust. And really, you don't really taste the graham cracker crust. It's just there as a well, vessel then, to hold the key lime pie. Like, what about the classic combination, then, of, like, applesauce and pork chops? Or, like, cranberry sauce and turkey? Like Who the fuck does – I swear to God, when they put that, like – dingleberry jam on my ikea meatballs i was like what the fuck is this i was like i literally like my plant meatballs plant balls they're called plant balls and like 
they had put <laughs> gravy and then whatever that berry i don't know what the yeah. fuck it was called but that red L- lingonberry lingonberry same thing and they put oh it on God. the side <laughs> like and it touched one of the plant balls i'm like i can't have this i i can't like i literally gagged a little i'm like this is weird but it Why? like cuts the richness of it because it's a little bit tart it still has some sweetness and then like the gravy is so thick right and it's like it's really palate uh, coating so it's like you need something to cut it right so something a little bit tart like lingonberries especially because they taste like cranberry is what cuts the richness the richness of that so you're not getting like you know the same bite consistently i get that you can cut the 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 fattiness with something tart but it doesn't have to be a fruit like that's like if you had a i don't know fucking roast beef sandwich and then and then like and then you know smeared blueberry jam on it like it's weird you can't have that it's weird like, like you can have let me raise you caramelized onions then caramelized onions are delicious they're very sweet and they're pretty much like a compote and people put that on literally everything like we're talking grilled cheese sandwiches we're talking you know roast beef we're talking lamb we're talking anything but that's a right? vegetable that's okay because that's a vegetable going with meat i wouldn't necessarily put fruit and meat together do you know what i mean what but it's the same flavor profile <laughs> no because it's it's a vegetable and then you can yes have but it you're candying meat. it it's well, releasing all those sugars. Yeah, but you don't put sugar in the caramelized onions. You just leave it on the pot. I know. I know that. But it still, like, renders all the sugars that are already in the onion. But it's still savory. Is it, though? It is. It is. Like, you is wouldn't it, put though? caramelized onions on your freaking key lime pie. I mean, right? if someone did it, I probably would eat it. Oh, my God. Okay. Like, it but makes anyways. sense. texture wise okay i can't do i can't do that and i can't do fruit and veggie in the same combination together so would you call that picky because i will eat everything separately on its own i'd still eat it but i just can't have the combination of it together like we went on a picnic not too long ago and his friends um were doing this COVID safely outside and his friends uh went on a double date that pair brought a salad that had um, your regular spring mix and then onions and then strawberries in it. And then I was, and also some almond shavings. And I was like, this is weird. Like I can't, I'm like, I felt like a complete bitch. Cause I was like, I didn't want them to think that I don't like their salad. I, I, so I just left it in separate like parts of the plate so that I would eat it separately. So I'm not being picky. Like I still <laughs> eat it. But what what do you think? Like, how would I answer that question? Like, am I a picky eater? I would just say that I just have textural preferences. I think, I think, I understand the reasoning. I get it. I think for me, it's like, I'll eat anything. You put it on a plate, I'll, I'll, I'll eat it. The only thing I think, there's like a handful of things I won't eat. I'm like, listen, if it like makes sense flavor wise in my head, I'm like, put it in my mouth. I'm cool with that. Yeah, but, like, I don't mind a tangerine, like, being dispersed in my spring mix. Like, you need something sweet and acidic, which is exactly what'll be in your vinaigrette that you're dressing the spring mix with regardless. Like, you just put that, put, like, little morsels of it in the salad. And it echoes the same flavors. 
Not really, because that's like if you imagine a fruit salad and then you put, what would would be weird to put in a fruit salad? Let's see here. Like, Like you put like arugula in like a fruit salad or like. That would actually be delicious because then like something that's super sweet, right? Like my issue with fruit salads is that it's often very saccharine, right? So it's like it gets you in the back of the throat how sweet it is with the syrups and everything. So if you were to put something that's like a little bit tart, like that's brilliant. Like that's genius. Sorry. Let's put asparagus in your fruit salad. Like just fucking raw asparagus in your fruit salad. I mean, if you sliced it small enough, sure, why not? No, no, it's weird. It's I'm weird. so sorry. I, I'm the wrong person to talk to about this. Or fried chicken <laughs> in your fruit salad. Like, what's weird? That makes, again, kind of sense because of the fattiness of it, right? And then no. you have, like, like hot like hot honey chicken, right? Is like, it's sweet, and then you have something you have something fatty, and then you have something tart, right? So that's, I don't like, mind it. Profiles. I don't mind the complementary flavors if it's in a sauce. But it can't be, like, a physical edible object you know what I mean I, so, so I'm okay with like honey mustard I'm okay with that I'm just not okay, okay with like I don't know just the 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 if you had put like a honeycomb on top of like oh, sorry if you put mustard seeds on top of a honeycomb that's also not cool but the but the sauce would be okay <laughs> so so long as it's blended and it's pretty seamless you're fine Right, but you can't blend a salad. So my question to you then is like, what about a raspberry vinaigrette over like an arugula salad? That's fine because it's in the sauce. Just don't put raspberries in my salad. Okay, so you can't echo those flavors with the actual thing. But you'll eat like a citrus lemon dressing or something. Yeah, that's fine. Just no tangerine slices in the salad. Yeah, no. You can have the tangerine <laughs> in the seasoning in the dressing, but not like don't 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 give me the actual like actual thing that I can see it. It just I, it doesn't work. Okay, all right. So it's like a mind over matter thing. Then I clearly would be one of like if it wasn't for the twenty first century and we had like you know medical advances and like medication and stuff i'm pretty sure i would have been one of the ones that did not survive evolution and probably die out (laughs) like i have like inferior genes you know like there's something that's not true (laughs) that's not true at all (laughs) the frontal lobe of my you know whatever is not fully developed like i just have a gaping hole oh my god stop Stop it. If I could slap you through this, I would. I probably will die because, again, my frontal lobe is not fully developed. So my brain, like the the brain caress thingy has not fully fused together. And you could have jabbed a pencil <laughs> through my forehead and I'll probably just die. You just scramble my brains with like. Well, a- that pretty much works with everyone, Nikki. If you stuck a pencil through anyone's forehead and it hits their frontal lobe, they would probably die. Well, no, like that's only if like. Their, their skull's there to protect it, but my skull has not clearly f- fully fused together. You're literally fine. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to, like, take you to a couple places in Toronto. It'll be fine. Oh, we'll I thought you were going to take me to, like, a psychiatrist and be like, yo, bro, like, she completely whack. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm going to fix the standoff on fruit and salads because, like, let me tell you, the Lakeview, Lakeview does a grilled pear salad. Delicious. Oh, I can't. I can't. 
I'll have to eat I'm gonna it separately. I'm going to blindfold you. I'm going to masticate it with like a blender or something and just like stick it in your mouth and be like, look, done. A salad up. pear smoothie. Yum. I'm going to feed you like a baby bird. I'm just going to like get a, like a straw and like just like shoot it into your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just spit it up back in my mouth. You chew it first. Exactly. And you spit it back out. <laughs> I'd be like, look, you you didn't even know. It was delicious, right? Problem solved. Yeah. So to answer that question, <laughs> I don't think I'm a picky eater. Yeah, I think you yeah. just have your quirks about it. That's fine. I have my quirks about lentils. Like, I can't eat lentils. I ate lentils so often growing up. Like, I can't eat them now. They're sandy. Yeah, they're gritty. I don't get it. I don't understand. That's like the one big qualm I have. I just, I can't eat it. And like... I'll eat kale. I'll eat kale in things, but, like, kale is, like, the overcooked steak of vegetables. It just, like, doesn't break down. It's like chewing shoe leather. No. It's, like, bleeding terrible, and, like, my jaw hurts afterwards, and you and I have TMJ, so, like, it's not good for us. Anyways. (laughs) um, (laughs) We should bring this Like, those are my two big things. Like, anybody else whose TMJ is aggravated by kale, let's form together a class action lawsuit. <laughs> yes. A class action lawsuit against kale. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of class action lawsuits, I got my vaccine this week. Oh. Um, I don't have a class action lawsuit to to serve i'm just saying because you know a lot of he said she said about vaccines Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i got it this past week i think i'm just now starting to get some of the side effects like i think i'm starting to get like the mild flu symptoms okay uh but my first little bit like i got a little bit of a headache and then like my arm was a little swollen and then my arm hurt a little bit no that's a lie my arm didn't hurt a little bit. It hurt a lot. Yo, that <laughs> sucked. It sucked so bad. <laughs> I'm like, what am I saying? Who am I being brave for? No, it hurted. Yeah, it was like no good. And then I sleep like a hedgehog. So like my knees are up to my nose and I sleep on my side. So it's like I woke up after getting the shot at like two o'clock in the morning being like, who is severing my arm off? And I'm like, oh, right. It's just that I was laying on it, and this was the arm that I got the shot in. Oh. That's what that is. It sucked. It sucked hard. But um, I'm now part of the Pfizer cult. Um, <laughs> I have not gotten any of the powers yet. I can't read minds or anything. So we'll see what happens. Um, I didn't get a t-shirt. Uh, Jesus, I didn't even get a sticker. I didn't even get, like, a cool, like, Instagram sticker to be like, oh, my God, I got my vaccine. No, I didn't get any of that. I got, like, a little receipt that said, here, you got stabbed up this day. Come back in four months so you can get another stab. I was like, cool. That's all. You know, That's all you I know got. what you did get, though? What? You now have the chance to win the ultimate prize. <laughs> <laughs> Which is which is Bill Gates is now single, so you can now audition to be his second wife. Guys, Nikki texted me <laughs> last night. And when I tell you that I also I'm also like IUD PMSing, so like 
I'm also in pain, so that might have contributed to this. But Nikki made me laugh so hard. I was literally, like, in a ball holding my side. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was in so much pain. <laughs> I, I was laughing so hard. I had a full ab workout that I didn't ask for. But I'm thankful because I did not hit my, like, movement goal for the day. So I was like, you know what? I'll take it. I Well, clearly that did not translate with the LOL text message that I got because I didn't know how – how crazy you were laughing, but legit, man. I was so. I, was, I texted Chris. And I'm like, she was Yo. literally like, Bill Gates is getting divorced. Goodbye, Mr. Pharmacist. I was like, and I'm dead. Like I'm done. I'm like, go after 27. I flung my phone at the wall after 27 years of marriage. Like maybe he wants, you know, a basic bitch from Vancouver. You don't fucking know. <laughs> And I was like, yo, like, what do you have to offer besides, like, free health care and a Canadian citizenship? I was like, he's a billionaire. He can pay for his, like, health care. Yeah, but I'm also, like, childbearing to the best of my knowledge. And I was like, <laughs> he's got three adult children and his youngest son is, like, a bebe. And then he's, like, 24. Yeah, and then I saw the picture of his son, who's 24, and I was like, hmm, actually, I'll have, like, Bill Gates Jr., <laughs> Oh my god, no. He's cute. He's cute. No. No, he, Nikki, he doesn't even know what dial-up is. Doesn't fucking matter. He doesn't even He's know what dial-up is. legal in all 51 states. Sorry, 50 states. Jesus, Marion. 51 if you count Canada. Joseph. <laughs> 51 if you count, like, Puerto Rico. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, which is the one that they don't really count? Oh, it's District of Columbia. I don't know. I'll, I, I'll Google it. It's oh, I was going to say Alaska. Alaska is definitely counted. I know Hawaii is counted. There's one of them. It's either like the U.S. Virgin Islands, maybe? Canada. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I'm close enough. Either which I'm way. close enough to the border to almost be a United States citizen. So, and then once I get the Pfizer vaccine, if there is that microchip in there and it's transmitting something, I'd be tapping my arm all the taboo like, hi, hi, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> What? Let me give what you is- some loving. <laughs> oh, gross. No. Dude, I am so no. down. I am so down for that dress shirt sweater combo and like <laughs> and, oh, <laughs> and what are those what are those pants called? And not they're those not chinos. Chinos. Get those chinos. Yes. And like the new balance shoes. Come on, daddy. <laughs> So while Chris dies here on this side, it's like halfway through the episode. We haven't really um, discussed the topic at hand, but I guess this is a good segue. Um, Talking about leaving Dr. Park. Exactly. Leaving doctor. Leaving doctor. He's not even a doctor. You don't need a doctor to be a pharmacist. But leaving Mr. Pharmacist for Bill Gates. Yes, sorry. (laughs) The topic at hand is um, how do you break up with someone? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> still laughing. Okay. Yes, Nikki, I, I'm terrible. I basically just turn into a chameleon and I just sort of like blend into the wall and sort of like skitter away. Mm. Um, that's how I deal with every situation that uh, arises in my life. I'm what we like to call a runner. I like to run away. Because it's easier that way. I like, I'm like a cat when it's like lost a fight. 
outside to like the neighborhood tomcats. I like come home and lick my wounds behind the couch. You know, that's me. That's what I do. So you're you're a f- that's where I thrive. A flighter, not a fighter. Oh, a hundred percent. I'll just like plan an exit strategy and just run. Like that's my goal always. I'm gonna just take off. So that in in dating terms, it means you pretty much just ghost the person. Pretty much. I just, or it's like, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. You must be confused. And then just like run away. Interesting. And so you'd be like, oh, no, this past year was all a hallucination. We were never together. I don't even exist. I don't even know who you are. Have a nice day, sir. Yeah, I try to Nicholas Sparks them. You know, where, is it Nicholas Sparks where he basically, yeah, it's, he's written a quite a few where it's like, you know, they have like amnesia and it's like they wake up and they're like, I don't know who you are. Uh, he's like, I'm your husband. He's like, no, you're not. That's what I try to do. I'm like, mm. I'm like I don't even know who you are. Interesting. Dude, it's like, it's like May 1937. There's a depression happening right now, dude. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um. <laughs> See here, Nikki doesn't ever i can never distinguish between nicholas sparks and nicholas cage so here i was thinking <laughs> like and we've had this discussion before i was like you're gonna try I to nicholas cage this like jump out of a plane or like yeah try to steal the declaration of independence duh <laughs> okay and then get locked up for life and then never have to see this person again dramatic but okay there you go <laughs> problem solved but like listen there's gonna be a little bit of like a damper in this situation because i have to go to jail for the rest of my life and that's gonna take up a lot of my time so like i really don't think this is best for either of us cool <laughs> like would you be as psycho to try to be like hey look so you were actually like a job like i just was hired to protect you and i had to get close to you like as close as possible and so i pretended to be the love of your life but um now the threat has been eliminated and so i no longer need to be in your life i'm like adam sandler at the beginning of 51st dates (laughs) where he like breaks up with the girl and he's like i'm on a secret mission and then like kula comes by with the uh with a speedboat yeah and just yeah and you just jump in yeah yeah exactly okay well no i I just like (laughs) avoid the situation at all costs i'm like nah i'm good you must be confused sir have a great day yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) maybe we should give some like at least a little bit of sound advice to our audience yes uh so do yeah. as I say and not as I do, guys. <laughs> do as I say and not as I do. <laughs> there should be. I mean, I think when we when we talked about this, we said that there was a couple of ways because it's very dependent. Like it's very situation dependent on like oh a hundred percent right. So like, I think the I think the first question we have to ask ourselves is. Like why? Like why are we why are we breaking up with this person? Right? Is it because yes, we no longer love them, or is it because you know infidelity? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something else must have happened. Like there, there's so many, there's so many different reasons as to, as to why you would break yes. up with somebody. So I think I think that we'll try to address the variables as much as we can but but let's go with let's let's first start off with you know something super vanilla chris like so you were you've been in a relationship uh with somebody it's serious it's exclusive 
let's let's for the purpose of this experiment, let's just say that we've been together for an average of two years. Okay. Two years is like, you know, a good It's amount. like a solid It's a solid relationship, right? Like you you gave it the college try, you've like gotten through quite a few trials and tribulations at this point. You know, you've gotten over quite a few of like the leaps and bounds. And now it's like you've settled into sort of like life. You know, you've like plateaued at this phase. No more skies, no more valleys, just like, you know, plateau. You know, like the coronavirus is not doing that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Uh, uh, But like two years because, I mean, out of all the rom-com movies, really, uh, you think about it, 51st dates, 50 dates, let's say that that probably, you see them like what? once a week and there's like 40 how many how many weeks are there 52 there's 52 weeks right in a year yes is that right yeah yeah so so like that's been that's been a year right um and then you also have like your high school love that pretty much doesn't really stick around really that much after high school so like i'd say like grade 11 grade 12 and then you kind of fall off the wagon and then yeah, you, you also go to have university, like, you go to different schools, you know. Exactly. And summer. then you have like Romeo and Juliet, which is like 10 days. So like two years is a solid, <laughs> you know, is a solid timeline. And to, to get to know somebody and like feel like they are now have ass- ass- assimilated. Is that the word? Assimilate into your life? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've become yeah. like a part of your lifestyle. Okay, so two years. And then you realize you just no longer have feelings for this person. Like you no longer love them. Um, how would you approach this breakup? If I have a valid pa- a passport, I am booking a flight to the middle. No, I'm kidding. Um, even though that's what I would do. I know that's not the answer that we're looking for. So <laughs> I was like, wait, wait a second. I'm like, Chris, we're I can to already see Nikki's like. <laughs> eyebrows knit together she's like oh god here we go i'm like we're trying to give some sound advice here i know and as i said guys do as i say and not as i do yeah um (laughs) you know if you get the itchy feet just like maybe don't run away for three weeks and then just fake your own death um oh god uh but i mean it's it's about time for for a conversation i think i think words are often the best way to deal with these kinds of things. Talking it out is often a good way to sort out where you stand with another person. Um, That's just like life in general, communication, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I often find I write a lot, (laughs) if anybody didn't know this. Um, (laughs) but (laughs) She does. I can trust. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I will often spend a lot of time, like, with inner turmoil, you know, like, trying to write out my head mm-hmm. um, because I'm a lizard human and I don't know how to, like, feel things naturally. So I'm often like, what is this that my heart is feeling today? Uh, is this indigestion or emotion? So a lot of times I have to, like, really sort out what my head is saying to me. Um, okay. so, you know, make sure that you're, like, very clear about what you, you are feeling first and oh. make sure it's not just, like, a passing thing. You know what I mean? Yes. That That's where I'm very, going with this. Very That's important. where I'm going with this. Yes. Like, because a lot of times it could just be, like, a fleeting thing if you're, like, me and you are having, you know, 
an IUD period and you are quite sad, mm-hmm. uh, make sure that that is not a specific reason that you are basing a full year's worth of thought on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a temporary feeling. Like, don't make long-lasting choices based on that nonsense. It's not worth it because 80% of the time you're wrong. So, like, spend some time with yourself and, like, figure it out first on your side before you can, like, communicate those things clearly. Because once you clearly understand your own sort of headspace, you can better communicate that to another person, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, that's what I would suggest you do, especially like you've invested this amount of time with someone, like make sure that you understand where your head's at first before you jump into anything. Um, and then once you have like those pillars set up in your head as to why you are feeling this way, I think it's always a good thing to have a conversation about what you can do to potentially salvage it, um, you know, was there something that was lacking that you're noticing that you're becoming resentful about? Like, is there something that's worth salvaging? Um, and if there are small changes that you can do to make it happen, great. But if you're like, no, like it's done and over, it's done and over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like communicate that, feel that, just like understand sort of where your time is. And if it's worth the time, if it's worth the effort, if it's worth, you know, the 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 pain and the hurt and everything that's going to suck about it. But, like, definitely spend some time and internally think about all of these sort of variables before you go into that conversation, especially if you've spent so long. It's almost like it, it's a necessary evil at that point because I think it's 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 not that you owe them that explanation, but it's, like, if you're still treating this like a partnership, like, you you got to come halfway. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Of course. I think th- that's a very valid point that Chris pointed out. Uh is that you have to be certain and you have to instead like before you have that cliche like hey we need to talk you got to sit yourself down and tell yourself hey exactly i need to have a chit chat with my own feelings and make sure that this is absolutely what i want uh and like chris said is it salvageable is it worth the time like again two years into a relationship if you were um Here's the thing, though, Chris. Like some people fall in love really fast, really hard. But like, say you've you've you know gone to the point where you actually can imagine this person in your life so much so that it would take a second for you to imagine them not in your life. Then I think it's worth the time and effort to have that internal monologue and be like, okay, well, is it worth it? What is it that's making me? you know, want to leave this relationship and situation. Like, what is it that I no longer love? And if you, and then hopefully fingers crossed that the person that you're with, your partner um, is mature enough to have this conversation with you, not be defensive for one, because Mm -hmm. when you tell somebody you need to have a talk, like that's pretty serious. And I'm sure that all their firewalls and shit are up, like their antivirus shit is like, just on you know <laughs> they're norton antivirus <laughs> 1995 <laughs> they turned on all their vpns you know and then like all their firewalls are up exactly but still running on bill gates windows xp yes <laughs> oh, that's good so you're welcome windows 98 <laughs> yes with that aol oh with the AOL, oh god aol dial-up and like msn messenger where we're still on like yes. myspace and zanga holy shit um 
Oh my god. Yes. Sorry. But yeah. No. Like, like as long as they're receptive and open to listening to what you have to say, uh, and then and then taking that in, whether or not they need time to internalize it or whatever, but then coming back to the table and being constructive in this conversation, right? Like the worst would be, uh, like I could I could see a couple problems with this, Chris. Which is one, you have yeah. you've completely. Uh, figured out that this is no longer what you want, but then because you're such a nice person and the and you've been with this person for so long, you've invested this amount of time that you have a soft spot mm-hmm. and it's it kind of it blinds you a little bit because you'll go into it and what if this person's really manipulative or what if they have like manipulative qualities and they're just like, oh, but you know I'll change and I'll do this and I'll do this, but you don't really believe them, but you're but you're gonna give yeah. them that chance because you yourself were not one hundred and ten percent firm on your own emotions, right? Because yeah, I'm one of those people that is easily swayed. Like like you know backstory, I was with a guy that I was with him for like three and a half years, and throughout this time he cheated on me three times. Like one time I even caught him, Jesus. right? So it's like. But every time he was able to manipulate me and convince me that he's going to change. And at the very end, when I literally told him to fuck off because I could no longer deal with this like emotional and mental trauma um, and being manipulated, he went as far as telling me that he was like looking to marry me just so that I would stick around, right? I'm one of those people that are very Mm. easily influenced. But then back, like I was like 19 when I started to see the guy. So clearly I wasn't experienced and I had not formed the amount of self-love that I have today. But I think it I think if you're one of those people that are very easily influenced by someone else's thoughts and feelings, um, then you really need to take the time to figure out if this is what you want and then go into it like strong and not allow the other party to influence your decision that you've already come to a conclusion with. Like you already decided that you're not going to be with this person anymore. There's no saving it. Um, You have to stick with that right? Because it will just hurt more mm-hmm. the second time around. You're just like, why didn't I break up with them then? And now I've wasted another half year or another year, right? But then the flip side to that is obviously, if you had this conversation with them, and they're very open to listening to what you have to say, and you believe that it's salvageable, yeah. and they come back and say, you know what, you're told you're right. I have some things to work on myself, like some personal issues. And I, I see what you're telling me. Uh, will you give me a second chance to prove to you that now I will be better? Like, there's that too. Yeah. And you know what? Like, a lot of times in that case, it's like, this is where that that having that conversation with yourself is so important, right? Because even in both those situations, like, you really, I'm, 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 a, I'm a stewer. Like, I'm low and slow burning all mm-hmm. the time. Like, I, I will sit and stew about an issue for days, hours, (laughs) weeks, months. Like, I'm like a crock pot. Like, I'm always mulling things Mm -hmm. over. Um, The writer in me. That's how we, like, create those moments, Mm -hmm. right? It's like we we absorb every single emotion and we sort of... Internalize it. We try to stop... Exactly. We try to stop time so that we analyze it from every single spot, right? So the way that I look at this is, like, For me, especially, and I think anybody who's still kind of wavery, like, it's so important to, like, have this conversation with yourself and understand what you are lacking 
if it is worth getting it from this situation and like what you need to thrive. Like if something is causing you a harrowing amount of pain and like you've been noticing it increasingly, like have that conversation because like it's it's now like you are are not thriving. Uh, you're not allowing yourself to be your best version of yourself. Like it's actually weakening you. So like, is it worth it to waste your time with mm-hmm. this? It is two years. It is a large amount of time. It is it's 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 something. If you want to salvage it, salvage it. But like, understand where you're coming from, and like where your head's at. Because like, I could tell you that I Nikki has seen me do this. I will literally think about things from twenty different angles, and I'm like, okay, cool. Here is where my head's at, Nikki. I need you to, like, pick a stream and, like, tell me which one I go with. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a choose-your-own ending. I'm like, here are all of the options. Tell me what I do. So I think it is – you don't have to do it to the extent that I do, but it's definitely worth having that conversation. Mm-hmm. In any case, all the time, always do it. But don't be a basket case like me. So essentially, you can be like Chris where – where she's like Doctor Strange and foresees every single possible future. <laughs> uh, a little every bit. Every single scenario. No, I'm like Abed in that one episode of Community. And I, you know, with the darkest timeline. We're going to okay, we'll watch Community. Okay, okay. But for the Marvel nerds out there, that's she's Doctor Strange God and she me. like will analyze the shit out of every single possible future scenario and then bring it to the table and 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 have like a group discussion like a brain trust and ask us like hey so what do you think uh whereas nikki is like let's just go with your gut uh let's just you know let's just throw the balling ball let's just just throw the balling ball and see where what pins it hits you know uh and hope it's not a gutter ball I don't know what I was I don't know where I was Jesus. going with that reference. It doesn't work, but <laughs> it does work. I get Do the you metaphor. really cuz I it's don't. Like, let's just <laughs> Yeah. Let's just let's let's aim for a strike, but if we if we get a split that's okay. Right. So but but plan your attack. Right? Plan your plan of attack. Yes. So so to say. Uh but have that conversation with yourself and then execute it to the best of your abilities with the original timeline and the original plan in place because you don't want to you don't want to go into it halfway to this like let's talk conversation and and then come out of it being like okay yeah I'm gonna marry the guy when like a second ago you're like no we're gonna break up right right so have that conversation with yourself um Chris the second I guess going into it let's let's deep dive into how you would like to execute the talk so, like, do you – I mean, if you were to even have a talk, I guess you could completely ghost them and send them a text message and be like, adios, amigos. Um, Literally. I'm in Poland. I am burning this phone. Goodbye. <laughs> um, that- <laughs> this phone will self-destruct in That's 10 me. seconds. <laughs> exactly. And just, like, it's done. Um, uh in terms of the actual conversation, neutral zone, do it in person. I find a lot of things are misconstrued via text message. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I've seen Nikki message me, like, if I'm quickly shooting a message at work or whatever, and she's like, are you good? Are you mad at me? And I'm like, no, no, I'm literally not. I swear I'm not. I'm sorry I put a period instead of an exclamation point. I meant an exclamation point. I swear I did. Um, You know, but, like, these things happen, right? Things get misconstrued. Things are lost in translation. It's best to do it in person. Um, That way there's no sort of, like, chance of of you misunderstanding what the situation is you know what i mean so personally it's like pick a neutral spot um if they're if that person is prone to making a scene pick a public spot um so at least it can end up on world star (laughs) maybe you make a couple cents off of it we'll see anyways but um Pick a neutral spot that's, like, comfortable for all parties involved. If you guys are really private people, do it at home. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, just, like, I think it's always best to sort of make sure everybody's comfortable before yeah. going into it. Um, it's, like, I do this with interviews. Like, when I interview kids as well, I try to make sure that their backs don't face mm. the door. Because, like, it, there's always, like, this uncomfortable feeling about being, you know, having your back it's to the door. because you can get shot. So I always try to put my back to the open door. Exactly, right? It's like, you know, the, the <laughs> lizard brain in you is like, ah, yes, a predator is going to come and, like, yeah. eat me at the watering hole, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So um, just, like, make it comfortable. It's already, like, not going to be comfortable. So, like, do the best you can to make it as comfortable as possible. Um, and then, you know, be direct, be mm-hmm. honest, and be open to yes. feedback. Like, this is just my rule in general, like, having any sort of conversation, guys, like, this situation at work, with friends, with parents, with family, mm-hmm. with anybody. Just be direct. Make your point clear, right? Because you spent all this time mulling it over. I mean, Jesus, you might as well vent the things that you've been thinking about. Just be clear. Don't waver. Don't do anything. Just come clear. Come correct. Um, Be open be vulnerable and be honest. Um, But most importantly, most importantly, take feedback. Be open to feedback. You don't have to agree with Mm. said feedback, but it's not a conversation if you're doing all the talking. Exactly. Allow a chance for the other person to speak. Um, Because I know it's not the easiest thing in the world, especially when you're like, you know, I need to get everything out all at once. But, you know... Do take a second to be like, am I making myself clear? What do you have questions about? Tell me your questions, concerns, quibbles, and quips. Now is the time. Let's have a let's have a chat. Now that you know how I'm feeling, yes. let's talk. And that way you can sort of understand sort of the other side. And, you know, maybe that other person's feeling the other way, t- the same way too. Maybe they have decided, you know, if they needed like a quarterly check-in or something and they were like, maybe if we had this conversation earlier, we could have addressed these things, nip it in the bud, we're done. So it is one of those things that I think that we should be wary of when we are having these conversations, that it is a conversation. It's not just like, you know, a soliloquy where we go on with our thoughts and feelings like Hamlet. Because um, you know what happens to Hamlet in the end? He dies alone. So um, he also kills his girlfriend's dad because he thinks he's a rat behind a tapestry. And then her girlfriend kills herself because she found out that Hamlet killed her dad. So it's a whole thing. So just don't be like Hamlet. Um, And have a conversation. Wake up advice from an English lit major, guys. (laughs) 
but Chris pointed out many important points. I I think that one of the one, one of the things that you triggered um, a thought in my head was, um, you know, be be precise, be clear. If you need to write down yes. some talking points, because your emotions are running really high. Like regardless of you, oh, yeah. if you love them at the moment of this conversation, you did past tense love them. Like you loved them at one point in the time. Well, hopefully you did because you guys were together for two years. I could only imagine if you guys hated each other and was together for two years. That's very toxic. But, uh, you know, have like a certainty as to what you want to talk about. And I think a, a lot of times for the more passive gender or um, females, I would like to say, uh, we tend to like, or if you just have like a more passive personality um we tend to be Mm -hmm. overpowered really quick like really easily so what i mean by that is that you could say something and then they will immediately have something to respond to that but how i would suggest to deal with that is to make sure that you kind of lay out the ground rules of this conversation or just you know place them accountable for um, respecting you. So for example, if I'm saying something and then you cut me off to tell me how you feel right after I just said what I said, but I wasn't finished, I would politely say, I just, I like, I acknowledge that you have something to say, but please allow me to fully explain my thoughts and feelings on this matter. Um, and then when I am done, when I am done saying what I have to say, I will then, I will then give you the chance to explain to me, you know, and, and, and question whatever I just said so that I can understand your Mm -hmm. point of view, but, but allow me to first tell you what my point of view is before you get all defensive and tell me what your point of view is, because I'm sure you have your own point of view, but let me allow me to, to tell you mine first, because I am the one who's initiating this conversation, but also like also you do need to kind of like you need to stand firm and not allow them to to bully you into just listening to them because again if you have a very passive personality you could be very easily bullied into like not saying anything and then all you hear is their side mm-hmm. uh, and then you just feel bad for feeling your own feelings which again I don't know about you, Chris, but like how I apologize and when I genuinely apologize to someone is like, I look, I apologize because I acknowledge that I have hurt your feelings. Your feelings are valid no matter Mm -hmm. if I agree with your feelings or not, right? If I agree that I have hurt you or not, or if I agree that I did something to hurt you or not, that I don't see that I did, I, I acknowledge the fact that I have hurt your feelings. Your feelings are valid regardless Mm -hmm. of you know, regardless of the situation, I upset you, I hurt you, I apologize for that. Make sure that you distinguish between like what you're what you're apologizing for, right? I might not necessarily like agree with you or understand, but I do apologize for hurting your feelings, which I can't tell you how to feel. You just feel how you feel, right? Uh, Yeah. Another thing would be that you make sure that when you are expressing your feelings and telling them what it is that you want to get across your chest, uh, off your chest, is very um, 
how should I say it? Like you should you should phrase it in a way where it's like it's in your opinion and it's in your feelings and don't yes. assume what the other person is thinking and feeling. Only come out with statements from your side because you don't want to be that ass that assumes things, right? They could be doing something for you that you don't understand, but they do. And then you just say, you blanket that and you say like we or us or whatever. I would say go into it and be like, I am feeling these feelings. I feel this way. I see this. And then give them a chance at the Mm -hmm. end to tell you what they see. So there's a, again, a, a distinction between what it is that you perceive and what is the truth on their side, if that kind of makes any sense. Because, like, obviously, no, yeah. there's there's two points of view to this relationship, right? Yeah, exactly. And, like, there's so many... Uh, there's so many opportunities for a game of broken telephone. And this is why I'm such a big fan of, like, doing that internal work. Oh, God, I hate that. <laughs> Jesus, I sound like terrible, like, self-help workshop <laughs> leader. Um, uh, but, you know, it's, like, really ensuring that you have cold, hard facts about what your head is saying. And and that way you understand what you're what you're lacking, right? Because you're not just, you know, coming at them with this, that, and the next. It's like, no, these are actual things that I've mulled over for quite some time. So what I'm bringing you is fact on my side. So let's chat. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, I guess at the last point of a breakup instead you know of like going into so like doing the prep work then going into it I guess ending the conversation then just to wrap everything up um I don't know about you Chris but I don't believe that uh people can be friends after relationships it's just fucking weird I can't like we're just I just I'm going to pretend that you're a stranger I mean like I'll be civil like I will regardless of if you if it was like yeah if you broke up because the person was cheating or whatever it is, or they just ended on like mutual terms. I still, I, I'm not gonna make the effort to reach out to you or whatever. You better take me off of your like emergency contact list because I ain't gonna give a fuck about you anymore. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> if I get a call at like 3 a.m. saying that you know you got into a car accident and like you know I'm your like emergency contact, especially if you cheated on me, I'd be like, I hope he dies. Uh, but you know, like if he, if he. If he didn't and it was like a mutual breakup, I'll still be like, ah, okay. I mean, like I wouldn't like rush there. I'd probably take my time to like put on pants, you know, and just like spend a half hour in the bathroom and then and then make my way. So, yeah, like I don't know about you. I can be civil. Like I said, I can be if I see you on the street, I'll be like, hi. Uh, If you cheated on me, though, I'd be like, I'd be like, I fucking hope that you're right behind me when I'm backing up. Uh, But yeah. Like I, what Jesus. do you, what do you say? Can you be friends after a breakup, Chris? I think it depends. I think it's, it's highly dependable on like a very specific set of variables. So if it has occurred that you've had this conversation, you're both on the same page, you both are feeling the sort of the same feeling, you sort of understand each other. And it's like, you're both very amicable. Obviously, you know, those variables are in place where you there is a chance where you could go back to being friends right like but all of those variables have to be very very clear 
and have to be very, very concise, right? Like they all have to line up where everybody feels the exact same things in the exact same way without sort of any animosity and with like this understanding that like life is better with each other in it, no matter what the situation is. Because it does happen, right? Like, we do see people who are amicable, right? Like, there are lots of people who co-parent together, you know? So I'm not saying that it's always the case. No, it's not always the case. a matter of fact, it's very rarely the case. But if the factors are correct, there is a chance where it could right. happen. I'm sure, I'm sure there, obviously, there are people who co-parent and, like, get divorced, but they have, like, joint custody of the kid or something like that. But, like, if there's no strings attached, there's no human being that also has feelings that misses you. Like, I'm Gucci to never see you again. I, like don't think that there's a need especially in like this time of age where we like online date chris like to me i'm just like Mm. if i'm go like i don't know about you but if i'm going into this online dating date and i meet this guy like mr sunshine or the fuck he is and i'm just like hey look like i (laughs) i met up with you like with the soul intention to be in a relationship like i didn't know you prior like i didn't i we were not friends prior we're not from the same grouping right like we don't have like friends that were like oh shit like we're gonna have to like make them choose between me or you whatever no it's just like a complete stranger we got to know each other and then we fell in love and then now we're out of love um i and then if they ask me, hey, like, can we still be friends? I'll be like, no, because I didn't go into this with the intention of being friends. I went into this with the intention of being in a relationship. And now that this relationship is not working for me, this this bond, this connection serves absolute no purpose for me. Unless I can take advantage of you, mm. like... I don't know. Like if you like wow. worked at a Ritzia or something and I'd be like, okay, maybe I want to keep you as a friend. But like other than that, you serve no purpose in my life. I'm just be like, okay, bye. Like, you know, have a good life. Like kick it, right? So uh, that's that's me. But I'm sure there's people who, you know, <laughs> like fell in love and then realize that like, you know, and then they're adult about it. And they're like, you know what? We just fell out of love. And let's be amicable. Let's be friends. And chill out and like you yeah know, have drinks on a random sunday like i maybe i'm too petty for that i just i'm just very clear as to what I'm i dead. want and what i don't want right <laughs> that could be it could be a good or bad thing right if it's yeah. to an extreme but i think you know unless unless chris is like you know faking her own death i feel like she'd be somebody i feel like you'd be somebody that's like okay to be amicable with yeah i mean Listen, I'm not going to invite you to family functions, like, Jesus. But, like, you know, if we end up at the same cafe at on any given Tuesday, you know, I'm going to say, like, hey, how's it going? How's your life been? Everything's chill? Sick. Awesome. Or if, like, you know, you're in a super bad place and you're like, yo, listen, I'm hosting this, like, games night and, like, I, I don't know, pandemic boredom has, like, sold out of Uno everywhere. Can I, like, borrow your deck of Uno? I've been like, yeah, you know what? Sure, fine, whatever. Just, like, remember to bring it back. Like, you know, there's no bad blood. There's no malice. Sure. We can still be, you know, like, neighborly Interesting. folks. Yeah, I'm, I'm too petty for that. I'd be like, yeah. block, delete, sayonara. Oh, it depends, though, because, like, this is, like, a purely, like, amicable ending, right? Like, if this person 
has had some sort of like malevolent mm-hmm. action against me, well then, like I'm gonna slit them from mm. ear to ear. I'm gonna bleed them like a sacrificial goat Goats. on my front steps, like an elephant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. So it like again it comes down to like where, right, of course, how it ended, right? Like, of course, like if there was any sort of malice between us, like I'm like I literally could push you off Scarborough Bluffs and hope you drown. Like that's that's what I that would be the ending of right. that. So this podcast is basically this episode is is you know it, it frames itself around if it was a normal breakup without any you know uh, infidelity issues or like anything. But you just fell out of love. You know what I mean? Like there 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 will be a another podcast on how to deal with people who hurt you uh, and how to break up with them or break them uh, more more so. Uh, yes. Yeah, because. Exactly. You know, <laughs> Nikki does not condone violence, but like in this situation, I do support it. Uh, I will say, I will say that it is okay to murder someone uh, if uh, if they hurt your feelings. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, it's okay if you put on like that yellow ensemble that Beyonce wears in that one video with a baseball bat and you know beats their car. Lemonade. In. That yes. is the new definition of lemonade. Yes. Yes, that is okay. Or, you know, if you just want to turn to any Carrie Underwood song where she talks about, you know, her man cheating, where she's like all but almost killed him. Yeah, do it. Yeah, but see, you can't hurt them physically. You got to hurt everybody around them. You know what I mean? So there's that. Or if they're in Carrie Underwood's world, you know, you hurt their truck. Yeah, but see, that only works for people like... They love their trucks. Exactly, that love their truck. But like for me, it'll be a whole nother story. Like... I'd probably, like, sew your penis inside out and then, like, make sure wow. that – and, like, sew your, like, I don't know, toes into your asshole so that you're permanently, like, a flamingo. Uh, <laughs> what? I, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you're permanently like a flamingo. Uh, but anywho, Chris, do you have – we've got to wrap up this episode, but, but do you have one last tip on how to deal with – breakups yes um at the end of the day it's like you have to make this decision for you don't make it for anyone else don't make it for them don't make it for your parents don't make it for your family don't make it for anybody else make it for you so make sure that you are not swaying yourself to meet anybody else's ideals and expectations of you do it for you so keep that in mind. This is this is for you, not for anyone else. That's almost the same thing that I wanted to say and that I wanted to leave you guys with, which <laughs> is, you know, we often get kind of stuck with this thought that, oh, you know, I like invested so much time. Like we did all these things together. We have a kid together or like my parents love him or whatever it is. But if it, the love is not there anymore, do it for you, like Chris said. Like, you don't do owe you. anybody anything, okay? You only owe it to yourself to make the best of your life. And if this person is not serving your life 
with the purpose that you intended for them to, then they're no longer worth anything. And and like it's as it sounds like it's so much harder to do, obviously, than to just say it. Oh but yeah, you get caught up, like you know, like oh maybe they'll change, or like you know maybe we'll we'll, we'll ride it out and we'll see. Like oh we're just going through a rough patch. Or but if you know in your heart that the thing's over, it's it's freaking over, and you'll know it. And don't yeah. don't hold back because the longer you hold off and you have these like stewing emotions and thoughts, it's just gonna make everything worse. And then if you were you're going to be more and more resentful. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be like like a pot on the fire. Like you're going to explode. You're go- Everybody's going to say things they didn't mean to say. It's going to be so much worse than it could have actually been. Exactly. So like don't drag it on and, and don't take into consideration anybody else's feelings other than yours and maybe the person that's also involved. But like don't care what your fucking – second cousin removed you know with like one tooth is gonna say uh (laughs) fuck that guy i mean they married their cousin so like what does that say about that right so like it doesn't matter and also especially like with for like asian females it's very very oh my god like it's very taboo to divorce anybody even if you know even if you have stay together for the with for the children is is basically the motto yes but i think we're in an age where we're at the stage in our lives or like in, you know, in the 21st century, we're like, it's okay to actually do something for yourself. You know, the kids can be fine. Yeah. Don't, don't overthink something so far. If you can't stay with this guy or this girl, don't do it. And, and, you know, maybe in that sense, you can at least still be amicable, like Chris said, but the longer it drags out, you're just going to hate each other's guts and it's just going to be real dirty. It'll get really ugly, really fast. So that's what we'll, leave you with yes yes exactly so i mean take take that information and do what you will just do it for you you know yeah exactly listen to your aunties here listen to your two big sisters we got you exactly yes we have a question we have a question oh yes yes we have a question (laughs) thank you guys for sending us questions send us more um we always like hearing those questions so this one's actually fun um, I'm anxious to hear what Nikki has to say because, I mean, we've watched so many movies at this mm-hmm. point. But what's a scene or a song from a movie or television show that will always make you cry? I got this. I got this. The- I, I'm ready. I'm ready. The moment I saw this question, I was like, I already know. I already fucking know. <laughs> I already knew too. <laughs> uh, the, is it the opening scene to Up? Holy fuck. Like, everybody says that. Dude, you can't. That music, and I and I saw a TikTok on this, like scientifically proven, oh, the soundtrack to like the song that they play, it like changes keys and it changes like from like to a minor key or whatever it is, or like an upbeat music to a very sad scene to evoke the motions of like pure sadness. Like you know that something's gonna happen, poor, like you know that she's gonna lose her kid because the music has changed before you even see it or something like that. But that scene where I think her name's Ellie or something, right? So, like, like you know, the the, the old man's wife, uh, they wanted kids, and then they saw a cloud that looks like a baby, and then you see the hospital scene where she loses the kid or she can't have a kid, and then she's just bedridden, uh, and then they, like, promise to go on, like, you know, the freaking adventure together, but they don't, and then she gets sick and dies. Like, that is, like, too much heartbreak in too little time. Like, my brain... My frontal lobe is like 
you know, can't do it. Can't process it. Can't process it. Everybody in my life has tried to make me watch up at some point, and I just refuse. (gasps) I flat out refuse. You have not watched it. I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. What? I've just heard so many people get wrecked by that scene. I was like, listen, I am, like, emotionally stable as, like, a Jenga game, like, four rounds in. (laughs) Like, that's how emotionally (laughs) stable I am. (laughs) (laughs) like i am one brick away from just being a mess so i'm like nah you know what i'm good i'm the movie would be like a wrecking ball to your jenga set bro like nah dude i can't do it man everyone in my life is like no we're gonna do it we're gonna watch it i'm like nah i'm i'm sick that day i can't like (laughs) r-e-k-t wrecked like (laughs) oh my lord R-E-K-T. That's how you do it. That's how the youngins (laughs) spell words nowadays, because thick is now T-H-I-triple-C, so. Oh, God. God help me. God, yikes. I have nothing to say. So what is your, what is your answer to this then? Uh, Um, I've talked about this movie quite a bit. There's, there's a few. So, I mean, you've had to hear me talk about Fifty First Dates. Like, of course, a bleeding Adam Sandler movie, again, that makes me cry, but... The one that, like, will truly, like, every single time, like, without fail, will make me cry is um, there's a Charlie Chaplin movie called uh, City Lights. And literally in the first five minutes of the movie, you see the premise. So it's a black and white film. It's silent. Um, Charlie Chaplin plays his iconic street tramp character. And he's got, like, he's got a coin. He's got a coin. And it's, like, his one coin. And then he sees this very pretty girl selling flowers by the road. Um, I'm already getting misty-eyed thinking about this. And he goes over and, you know, he tries to buy a flower from her. And she takes his coin and then he realizes that she's blind. So she takes one of her flowers and she actually puts it in the lapel of his jacket. Like, feels him down and finds it and puts it in his jacket and then it's like he realizes that she's blind and then he later sees a flyer that's basically like a ton of a whole bunch of money for like this eye surgery and he decides that he's going to work to save money to try to get her this eye surgery just this random girl that he's seen on the street who's selling flowers and all of this is done in like i think maybe five minutes like in five minutes you get this whole setup and it is stunning. It's all silent. It's all done with music. It's black and white. And it's gorgeous. And I have taken a friend, one of my amazing, wonderful friends who I love so much, Jenny. She's like my work wife. And I love her very much. Jenny, I took early on a Sunday morning after she had a work party. So she was like a little bit hungover from the night before. We went like at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning to watch City Lights at the Tiff Bell Light Bar. Oh my God, what a scene. <laughs> she, I like literally, she was like, yo, I might have to throw up. I had like a can of ginger ale <laughs> that I bought at the concession stand. Canada Dry, Canada Dry. <laughs> and like literally, <laughs> speaking of Canada Dry, and um, like a pack of crackers. Jenny and I didn't look at each other through the whole film because all we could do was just sniffle. Like, we're <laughs> just crying our eyes out by the end of it. I have to watch this. 
Oh my god, Nikki, it's just, it's beautiful. The ending alone, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it's like the ending, like Jenny and I sat in the theater and like we didn't look at each other for five minutes even when the lights came up in the theater because we were just trying to compose ourselves because we were just crying so That's like the perfect movie for one of those days where you just have to cry it out. Like maybe... And the best part is is it's a comedy. Like there's so many jokes and there's so many like bits that he does um, and you're laughing through the whole middle of it but by the end you're just you are wrecked like you said. (laughs) You are R-E-K-T, wrecked. Well, thank you guys so much yes. uh, for listening to the today's episode. We hope that you found some uh, good advice, not so good advice, or, you know, just uh, thanks for listening and coming along in this uh, journey. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Thanks, guys. And send us your questions. Send us your your ways of dealing with all of this crap. Um and, and tell us what works for you. Uh, you can email us at editorialpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also DM us on the Twitter, on the Hipstagram, uh, at editorial. So uh, holler at us. Oh, the twos are number twos. Because, you know, we're, we're cool and hip like that. <laughs> yes. And on that note, guys, <laughs> thank you so much. We'll see you in the next Stay Real. Stay real.